0: And welcome back into the Bama B podcast brought to you by Wickles Pickles. This is your host, Clint Lamb, and I'm joined today by Hunter Johnson and Cecil Hurt. How are you guys doing today?
1: Uh, doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing, doing
2: well, Clint. Um, I'm just very, very happy that we get to have a college football pick'em podcast this year. For, did, let's be honest, for a while it looked like this was not happening.
0: Yeah, and we we did so well last year and Cecil kind of struggled a little bit that I was hoping that he would get a chance to redeem himself.
1: <laughs> I did. <laughs> no, yeah, no you I did not. Rem, I don't remember. I don't remember it that way. <laughs> it was uh Hunter, I'm hoping if, if go ahead. If Hunter was if the season had been canceled, that that would have been break even for Hunter, he'd have been fired
0: up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I was right there with him. I want to say I was maybe one game ahead of him when we <laughs>
2: look. To- by the end of the year, I was making a little bit of, I was making somewhat of a comeback. at The end of the year, I got hot at the end.
0: Well, the good news you is did, we're also going to be, uh, we're also going to be throwing Brett into the mix. Now he's not going to be on these podcasts, but he's sending me his picks every week, and as we're talking through them, I'm going to kind of read off what who he's chosen for each game, and, and we we're going to be make fun of him
2: without him being here, which is really even better. Yep, that works out well.
0: It really does. Uh, we need a, a punching bag that's not able to defend himself. Uh, to, when I go three and seven, we'll be, uh, I can put it off on somebody else.
1: We'll be like, which which one of the babies made that pick? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. So we do have a good slate of games. We're going to start with the, uh, with the non-conference games. Then we'll get into SEC stuff. And there's seven of those. So that'll be seven of the ten games. And we'll do the typical ten uh, per week, and I'll track the progress and tell everybody. You know, if I'm not doing well, I just will try to avoid and not bring it up. But if I'm doing extremely well, you won't hear the end of it. Uh, so we'll kind of just dive right in. Uh, we'll start with Florida State at number twelve, Miami. Miami is an eleven-point favorite in this game. We'll uh, we'll kick it to, to Hunter first to start us off.
2: That game is in as at uh, Miami.
0: Yes, I had it actually reversed on the thing that I sent y'all okay, last that's night. What, that's
2: what that's what threw me off. Um, yeah, I
0: was
2: going to I was going to take Miami if the game was at Florida State. So I'm still taking Miami. Florida State did, did not look good. Um you know I am watching a bit and I thought it, Miami looked pretty good last week. So I'm going to go with Miami.
1: Yeah, Florida State's going with the substitute coach and I don't know if that's going to going help. It might help. It's like it's like Alabama punters. They don't have an emergency coach now. Their their depth is thin. But um, man, that 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 looks like one to me that they're that they're gonna they're really trying to reel you in. Everybody just talking about how terrible Florida State is and and um, yeah, Miami is the is the U- um So, so it's tempting if it was a little bit higher, you know. uh, But eleven, I I guess I'll take Miami. I'm not. If if this were the if this were the real world at the old 1950s pool hall, I wouldn't play this one.
2: Well, and there's a chance of a letdown, I would say. But it's Florida State. It's a rivalry game. Yeah, it's a rivalry. I would say that Miami might have a letdown, but I don't think we're gonna do that against Florida State. Yeah,
0: what a difference effective quarterback play uh, at that position can make for a team. I mean, Miami... Way different than they were last year. Actually, the last couple of years. So, yeah, I'm going to give up the 11 points. Uh, typically, in an in-state rivalry game, I wouldn't like giving up double-digit points. But I just, I mean, Florida State up to this point has shown nothing to maybe confident and, you know, taking those points and, and picking Florida State. So I'm going to stick with with Miami. So we're universal on that. The first one out the gate. Yeah, you know?
1: that's that's better. Um, like I say, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't suggest. Touching this, if you are indeed playing for recreational purposes only.
0: So, uh, Florida State actually does have one person picking them. Uh, Brett said that he's going to pick FSU to cover, but he's going to pick Miami to win. So he likes taking those. What an
1: idiot.
0: What an idiot. Now, to be fair to him, he said, I can't wait to have a 300 winning percentage after six weeks. So he he acknowledges that he's uh, maybe not the best at this, but. I like that we have somebody going the opposite way. And watch Brett end up being right and all three of us getting it wrong. That's hey,
1: different. like I say, I wouldn't I wouldn't play. It wouldn't shock me.
0: Yeah, so. I mean, so next one on the list, number 24, Louisville, is going on the road to take on number 21, Pitt. Pitt is a three-point favorite. Cecil, what do you think about it?
1: Um, A lot going on in Louisville this week. And uh, whether that will have an effect on their team, I'm sure they're actually happy to be playing. Um, Out of town Um, and hope everybody up there is safe through the weekend. um, I'll take Pitt. Uh, I just think um, they they played okay. Pitt's Pitt's been okay, so I'll take Pitt. Hunter, what you got? I'm going to go Louisville. Um, Okay. You thinking the bounce
0: back?
2: Yeah, I do.
0: I, you know what, I kind of had a tough time with this one. Part of me wanted to take Louisville, but I just – you know, that Louisville defense has been pretty atrocious. And, and I haven't been overly impressed with Pitt's opponents, Austin P and Syracuse, but I believe they can cover three points. You know, I would like it to be two and a half. Uh, don't get me wrong, I think it will be a close game, but I think I'm going to go Pitt as well. And for that was Brent, kind of my thing.
2: Like, I couldn't remember who Pitt had even played. Like, I had yeah. not watched a second of Pitt football, but they, I had watched Louisville.
1: I, I, I knew they'd beaten Syracuse.
0: Yeah, and, and they, I think they have something like they have a ridiculous amount of sacks through two games. I want to say it's yeah. they might even have like nine or ten, but it's been against Austin P and Syracuse. So how much can you really take away from it? I don't think we know exactly where Pitt's at, but I, I feel like uh, you know only having to give up three points, I'm willing to do that in, in this. Well, sense.
2: Clint, that's really not that many sacks, considering that Will Anderson's going to have nine or ten after Saturday.
0: <laughs> hey, you know what? I love the confidence. And I did pick Will Anderson to lead the team in sacks this year. So I hope you're right.
1: I'm just going so, over before the so, Will Anderson so, hype trade. Somebody needs to tap the brakes. Yeah, I, that's yeah. that's
2: why that's really why I was saying that. Because there's
1: a legitimate segment, or a, I shouldn't say legitimate, but there's a, a – Minuscule but existent segment out there who, um, if he doesn't have six sacks against Missouri, they're going to be like, Well, he was overrated. Isn't yeah. you know? that how it always And then What's they'll wrong wrong go him. back to the opposite. What's wrong weekend. with him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know,
2: well, it, yeah, we're, we're, we're kind of already
0: seeing it with Bryce Young because he's not starting right out of the gate with a few people. That's always well, fun. That's sure. So
2: well, it's, it's all the recruit mix, man, who think that like, just because a guy gets on <laughs> campus and he has better measurables and all this, that he's automatically a better player. Well, that's just. That's like a a buddy of mine made a really good analogy and we're getting this kind of inside baseball here, but like miles Austin is a much better, like pro shortstop on our baseball team, a much better pro prospect. That doesn't mean that he was a better baseball player than Colby Robinson last year. Like Bryce Young probably has a lot more potential than Matt Jones. That doesn't mean he's better than Matt Jones right now.
0: Right now is the key. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Uh, I don't know how we somehow ended up on Alabama's quarterback battle, but.
2: uh, Yeah, I totally, I I totally segue this, but that's, I'm okay with, if me, me and Cecil have shown with the basketball podcast that so we can kind of go anywhere with it. So. <laughs> okay. We'll,
0: we'll, we'll just run with it and, and yeah. let the chips fall where they may. As far as uh, uh Brett is concerned, he's picking Louisville to cover, and he's picking Louisville to upset Pitt. So um, that's,
1: that's certainly possible. a possibility. Yeah, I
0: would that's think possible.
1: so. Yeah, I, I wonder too, though, a little bit if Louisville's going to get in that um, one loss turns into two trap, trying to kind of bounce back from, from – that Miami game so we'll
0: we'll see. T- Too much pressure on themselves um, Alright we're going to go on to the next ACC game We didn't pick any Big 12 There wasn't a whole lot of you know great games to choose from As the Big 10 comes back We'll start throwing some of those games into the mix But each week there's not going to be a whole lot Because there's only th- you know typically 3 or 4 spots Depending on bye weeks and stuff available uh, We're only going to be picking 10 games But next one on the list NC State is traveling to Virginia Tech Number 20 team in the country And Virginia Tech is a 7 point favorite
1: I had, to, I had to pick this one on a our picks contest, too. And, um, man, I hate this game. I hate this game. Uh, with, I, I don't – primarily, Virginia Tech's been one of those teams. It, we're, we're taping on Thursday morning. I'm not 100% this game's going to get played because uh, Virginia Tech's been right on that thin ice with the COVID. Um, but if it's played – You know, it's in Blacksburg, getting some points with NC State, um, but uh, I've never been able to count on NC State for anything. So I'm going to take Virginia Tech and just hope that they're not. This, you know, they could they could come out and look like Navy did their first week. You know, anything's possible.
0: Yeah, I, I, that's a big thing for me. Uh, it, it, it is Virginia Tech's first game uh, this season. They already have had some issues with other games, and with that, they return a ton of starters. I want to say they return like seventeen or eighteen starters. They or should. They the should
1: be better than North Carolina State, but there's just so many other extraneous factors in this game. I'm gonna I'm gonna go the opposite
0: way. That you said you took NC State, correct?
2: I thought he said he took uh, Virginia,
0: Virginia Tech. Tech. Okay. Yeah, no, I was reading. I, no, I said
2: a, I, I said I can't. I can't
1: trust NC State. I'll take Virginia.
2: You think Tech. you think you can't trust NC State for anything? Think about Cole Kublin He picked them to make the playoff like two years.
1: Ago. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: who you taking, uh-huh. Hunter? I got Virginia Tech. I'm giving up the points.
2: Yeah, I got Virginia Tech also.
1: <laughs> I'll go hey, ahead and just. That, th- this is one though that we've all got them picked. They could literally lose fifty to nothing. I mean, yeah, they that, really so. could.
0: Well, I'll go ahead and tell you. Um, according that, to Brett,
1: i am picking them to win. That outcome wouldn't surprise me if they lost 50 to nothing.
0: Brett's exact quote was, "Who the hell knows? NC State,
1: I guess." What he texted. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: good. I'm glad he's
1: something different. And, and again, he may be right. So you know, he's—he's because he's, um, there's no way to know in this game.
0: Absolutely. This next one for me, I, what I typically do is I'll type these games out and I'll send them to you guys and then I'll go through and start making my picks, do some research. And uh, it's, I normally will highlight the team I'm going to take in green. There's always probably one a week at least that I don't end up highlighting. And this is you know one for me. I can't I know where I'm leaning, but I, I just told myself that I would decide on the fly but number four georgia is giving up 24 and a half points going on the road to take on arkansas sam Pittman's first game as head coach facing off against his former team Uh, hunter what you think about that one
2: i kind of had a tough time with this one too uh i ended up going georgia just because i mean maybe maybe arkansas is going to get fired to play for sam Pittman, but they were just really really bad last year and i don't see them being that much better um so yeah i'm gonna go
1: georgia um, I'm going to take a home dog at 24 and a half, which
2: is always F-
1: a lot. F- yeah. Felipe, Franks, you go in the, the, okay. He's, like, he's he's the most, he's the most proven quarterback in this game.
0: We yeah. Think. We've, we've thought four <laughs> we different think. guys can be Georgia's starter this year. And yeah. Georgia's the only team, by the way, on, I, on I, a college press box that has not released a two deep depth I chart. Guess,
1: yeah. I guess Daniels will start, but we don't know for sure, but um i don't think arkansas is going to be great but um man a home a home team getting 24 and a half i'm gonna i'm gonna take those 24 and a half
0: I, I don't want to do this but i'm gonna take georgia and brett took georgia as well uh, i don't feel Good. great about it. i'm
1: out there on the limb
0: yeah and, uh, and, and i remember this happening quite often last year you'd always say you know home dog at you know x amount of points that's too much and you were always freaking right so I really don't want to go Georgia, but I'm going to. And this next one, granted, this is a road team going on the uh, – you got Vanderbilt going on the road to College Station to take on number 10, Texas a and m 295 point dog uh, Vanderbilt is going into this game. What do you
1: think, Cecil? Uh, yeah, I know nothing about Vanderbilt. I hadn't said much there. You know the preseason ma- you know the they You know what
2: everybody on their 2 deep is majoring in at least <laughs> if you look at the part. I
1: guess I guess they're still they're going to split time between quarterbacks and you know. I hadn't I have not gotten a good vibe out of A and M this off season. You know they've had guys opt out, um, but I, I just <laughs> in this day and time I guess I'll I'll. Um, Take A and M to cover. Yeah, I think I'm gonna
0: go A and M as well. I I just at at some point Texas A and M has to start making some statements, and I, I understand doing that against Vanderbilt. You know, there's only so much you're gonna be able to accomplish in the way that you're viewed if you do hand Vanderbilt a 30 plus point loss, but. I think A&M, you know, coming out of the gate with the returning starters, it was great for, for Vanderbilt getting Dimitri Moore back, uh, the off-ball linebacker. Him deciding to opt back in was important for them, but I just don't know how much of a difference he will make in this game. So I'm going to give up the 29.5 points too.
1: I'm telling by myself. It's a lot of points. Yeah. It is a, a lot
0: of points in an SEC game. And, I mean, it's the first game of the season. We really don't know what to expect from a lot of these uh, a lot of these teams. I mean, uh, Anything could really happen. Now, on the last game, I don't know if I mentioned, but Brett did pick Georgia, and he did take A and M in this game, so he does not Dude, mind I'm, giving up the point.
2: I'm solo right here.
0: I like see, it. You know, and watch Vanderbilt. I mean, I and,
1: and, and anything's possible this weekend, man. Anything.
0: And you know, it, it's tough because just having an all-SEC slate, and I'm not trying to take shots at anybody, but I could see a Vanderbilt just because of all the opponents. If they don't luck up and and sneak up on one of these. Teams, they could go 0 and 10. And I can't remember the last time they really, play
1: no- I, I oh. really, well, nobody's ever gone 0 and 10 because they've never played 10 games. But, um, you know, Arkansas went 0 and 8 last year, right? I think right, right. In conference, yeah. Yeah.
0: They um, defeated season over, you know, the course uh, of an entire season.
1: Uh, winless season has been a while. Andy's yeah. done it, but it's been a while. Um, I, I really regret that. And I'm serious about this, that the league office didn't let didn't pair Bandy and Arkansas and give some kids some hope, you know, give some kids right. a chance to to no, nobody. It, it's no fun. I mean, losing's no fun and going winless is really no fun. And, and um, you know, put that game somewhere in November and at least they got something to to sort of shoot for. They're going to have a hard time, I think, at Vanderbilt keeping everybody on the boat, so to speak, use a Vandy metaphor. Um, if you're, if you're 0 and 7 or 0 and 8, you know, what, what kind of performance are you going to go out there and give in November? Uh, hopefully not. Hopefully they're self-motivated. Derek Mason can motivate them, but I really, I mean, it wouldn't have made any difference in the world um, to let Arkansas and Vandy play each other. And, and you know, we'd be, we'd, We'd have a four or five point line. Probably Arkansas would be a five, six point favorite. And, you know, something to something to kind of in a silly way, you know, who's going to who's going to stay out of the basement? Now, now you just got it's like going to the ice cream store and getting um, cockroach flavor. And you're like, let's get a let's get two scoops. That sounds really good. (laughs) Well, Let's it's, a, you know. I mean, it's yeah. Nick Saban's fault that they're not
2: playing because I've been told oh. that he is responsible for this schedule.
1: Uh, that's not true. But.
2: <laughs> I read it on the Internet, man. Yeah, a lot of yeah. Georgia fans, uh, LSU and Florida
1: fans, saying that he was responsible. So. Here, I, 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 you know, the minute that this format before the schedule was announced, the minute this format was announced, you knew, and I said and wrote, and whatever, but if Alabama wasn't playing Florida – then Georgia and LSU fans were going to be upset, even though Georgia didn't play in LSU. Right. Um, And they were. I I don't know why, for some reason, uh, and this probably is a deeper sociological question, I, I don't know any Alabama or Florida fans that are all bent out of shape because Georgia's not playing LSU. But all the Georgia and LSU fans get bent out of shape because Alabama's not playing Florida. That, yeah. You know, yeah, uh, that's it's. Yeah. Uh, it, it says something about who's looking for a little help, I guess.
0: That's that's fair. Well, all right. That's uh going to do it for the first five games. We're going to have five more. We're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, uh, we'll get the other half of these games. So stick around for that. This is the Bama Beat podcast brought to you by Wickles Pickles.
2: Welcome back to the Bama Beat. Normally I'm used to saying basketball podcast, but this is just the the uh, Vama Beat podcast brought to you by Wickles. A quick word on Wickles. Wickles, wickedly delicious pickles, relishes, okra, and much more. Wiggles are proud to be Alabama-owned and made using a family recipe 90 years in the making. From Saturday sandwiches, which I plan on having several of this weekend, to uh, Christmas dinner, their secret recipe used to be reserved for family and friends who were lucky enough to get a jar. But since 1998, they've been bringing the sweet heat and bold and tangy recipes into your home. Learn more about them at wicklespickles.com and find them in your local store in the pickle aisle. Let's get wicked. I will be going up to Birmingham on Saturday to watch the game at some friend's house. And we'll definitely be bringing both the sandwich spread, the regular pick- pickles, as well as the jalapeno relish, which I'm on a big kick of right now. So thanks to Wickles for being back this year.
0: All right. well, yeah, I got to be honest, a whole, whole different uh, college football Saturday, uh, for pretty much every Saturday for the duration of this season. Way different than I guess we're all kind of used to as far as going to games, covering games. But I'm taking it as an, you know, Cecil's probably going to be in the press box for a lot of them, at least the home games. I don't know how it's working as far as road stuff, but, uh, you know, I'm embracing the, the chance to, to get to cover, you know, from a distance and getting to spend time with friends and stuff like that. So should be a lot of fun. But what is also going to be a lot of fun is the second slate of games that we're going to be talking about. I was, I was
2: going to say real quick, Bama Twitter is going to be like – there's going to be takes all over the place on Bama Twitter during games because nobody's going to be at the games. Everybody's going to be able to sit, they're just going to be sitting on their phones watching the game around
1: their friends, for a, and for the a takes six, are going for, to fly. For, for a 6 o'clock, what do you think they've been doing since about 11 a.m. too? So, so, yeah, so you got to – this
2: Saturday, this Saturday <laughs> you're going to have – Auburn kicks off at eleven. Bama doesn't play till six thirty. I'm pretty sure by the time, like, by, by the time we kick off, I'm going to be able to hear colors. Like, I'm going to be all over the place. So, yeah, uh-huh. tapes are going to fly.
0: Well, yeah, and I'm plus you don't have to worry about you know not having great cell phone service because you're in the right. stadium, so you can't even tweet out. You know, well, it would probably be a terrible take. So, yeah, that's actually a really good point.
1: And I'm yeah. I'm kind of just curious. And people will be well. They'll be well oiled. By six thirty. Yeah.
2: Especially and like and people are gonna like I feel like with it being the first SEC game they're gonna get at they're gonna like come noon they're gonna be like all right I'll I'll have I'll have my first drink and like they're not gonna stop it's gonna you
0: know, it they might be asleep people, by six.
2: People thankfully people will be in like the comfort of their own homes but things are they're gonna get after it you know that first game weekend you always got to pace yourself but like it's really hard to.
0: Yeah that's a that's a fair point
1: oh especially after after. This off season of all off seasons. Oh yeah,
2: people are wanting to drink more anyway.
0: Sure. Yeah, there might not be a, there might be a lot of people that expect and hope to make the the six o'clock kickoff, but there might be passed out by then. Who knows?
2: Now it might be time for them to, to abide by one of the things that I normally do if I'm attending a night game, and that is a no liquor night game.
1: Okay, okay. that, yeah, that might know. be smart. But
2: yeah, you just um, do white, I'll, white claws and light beers, which are just like waters
1: anyway. <laughs> I will. Uh, I will be in Colombia. I will be tweeting. Don't have your feelings hurt if I'm not reading your tweets during the first and second quarter. Um, any of my followers who I really appreciate very much, I do. I really do. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll be on Twitter a little bit. We got a lot going on, but I'll be on there. But I'm not going to be, you know, responding to to somebody's. Take about how overrated Patrick Sertan is. The first time Missouri completes pass, so that's
0: and that's exactly good that kind of thing is going to be exactly what happens.
1: Yeah, and it, it always does.
0: So um,
1: anyway, that, that, but it's no offense to you. Please fire away, whoever you are, with your opinions. I just may or may not have the opportunity to respond. So don't 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 take that personally, please. <laughs>
0: All right, so next game on the list, and this one is another toughie for me. Um, number five, Florida, is uh, giving up twelve and a half points going on the ra- road. Are we at twelve? Are list. we at
1: twelve and a half?
0: What, what do you have it at? I, th-
1: I got it at fourteen. Um, oh, so but but we'll we'll say tw- if we're twelve and a half, we're twelve. That's and
0: half, what I so. when I wrote these down, I was on the. So. Uh, the the sports book last night and that's what it was showing now granted I do you know based off of where I was leaning I like twelve and a half a whole heck of a lot more um even though I still haven't officially decided yet but Cecil who who do you have now granted are we going with twelve and a half is that what we agreed to yeah twelve and a half okay yeah twelve and a
1: half um I'm still man there's a lot of there's a lot of old among people who make these kind of picks, live in Nevada. Uh, there's a lot of old Miss buzz on this game, man. There's, there's, you know, the line's moving differently. That's the public. Um, but it's in Oxford. I'm taking, it, I'd like to have 14. I'm taking 12 and a half.
0: Man, this, this is tough because, I'm realizing that as I'm going down, I haven't picked a single dog yet, and I do not like that. I typically at least like, you know, three or four if I'm picking ten. Um, Kyle Pitts, Kyle Trask, you know, going against that Ole Miss defense, we are going to probably see J.R. Plumlee and Matt Corral in this game. Lane Kiffin's debut as head coach—that'll be fun. John
1: I, John, I, Wright, John Rice John Rice Plumlee's worth a point to me. I, yeah. I, 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 just him being out there, you know, just being something different, being a different look that you have to deal with. So I'm, I'm going to take the 12 and a half, that, again, home dog. Yeah. See what, it, see what it can do.
0: I, th- I think I'm going to go the same direction. And and I was kind of leaning Florida but the fact that I haven't picked a dog, the fact that you know, I think you make good points, I would now I wish we could have gone with 14. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, I spoke too soon on that, but I am going go to go the 12 and a half and you know, take Ole Miss. What about you, Hunter?
2: I'm taking uh, Florida. I'll be on my own here.
0: That's Yeah, that's fair. Where'd Brett go with that? Let's see. Some of these, man, I don't even know if he picked.
2: All right, he loses no matter what. It just counts the loss.
0: Yeah, yeah, he didn't pick. He didn't pick that one. He, oh, the way he well. did it was was strange.
1: Um, I'll get his pick later. Uh, okay, we'll we'll accept. Ladies. We'll accept. We'll accept his mail in ballot after election day.
0: Uh, yeah, I've, I've read it over a couple times. I don't see anything about Ole Miss or, and, he, and the way he did it was weird. Uh, just putting sentences next to it. I can't read it easily. Just scrolling through. But we'll go ahead and move on to the next one. We'll get that one later. Uh, number sixteen, Tennessee. Is a three and a half point favorite going on the road to take on South Carolina?
1: Uh, there's a there's a road favorite I'm going to take Tennessee. Hunter, yeah, I feel bad because I'm taking so many
2: road road favorites, but yeah, I'm taking Tennessee too. I think that like feels like, feels,
1: I like that, feels like 98. That that feel that line feels like it ought to be around seven, doesn't it?
0: That's exactly what I had, you know, as uh, on my notes. Is I was surprised that the line wasn't a little bit higher. But to me, you know, typically when that happens in the past, at least when I've paid that's attention, bait. that's bait. Yeah, Th- there's a reason that it's not higher, and that's what makes me nervous. There are some people that are pre- uh, uh, predicting South Carolina's going to get a W here. I just don't see it. Um, I-, I think that Tennessee's got the kind of team that can go on the road with that offensive line and, and establish, you know, yeah, the kind of game that they want to play. And- wear them
1: down. Yeah, uh, I mean, I so I'm okay.
0: going Tennessee. Yeah, I'm going to Tennessee as well. So we're, we're unified on that. And Brett also took Tennessee. So I think that might be the first game that we we're all – I'll have to go back and look, but pretty sure that's the first game that we all picked yeah, that's the same. Just, I,
1: like, like y'all say, man, that, that three I, – I just absolutely would, if you asked me conversationally, if I didn't know, I'd have said Tennessee's about a seven-point favorite.
0: That's exactly, yeah. I'm right there. And Sorry. we'll get to see the nice mullet with Colin Hill. Uh, making
1: his debut with Mike yeah, uh, I, I won't get to. See, obviously, I won't get to. Most people won't around here won't because they're playing the same time as do, Alabama, but or, do you think, or approximately the same time.
0: Do you think uh, it has anything to do with the fact you know Jeremy Pruitt uh, in Tennessee and openers? You know they lost to Georgia State in the opener last year and the yeah. year before. I think they lost maybe it. a little
1: bit. Maybe maybe I'm not a I'm not a big trend player like that, but some people are. Okay, so well, I'm, when I make my picks, I'm not a big trend picker, I should say. So let's see if
0: you're uh, trendy with this one, because Mississippi State's been a pretty popular pick. Uh, they're going on the road to take on number six, LSU, and LSU is a 16-and-a-half-point favorite. So you're going to well, stick with the uh, trendy thing and, and take Mississippi State here? I am. I am. I think um, I'm going to do the same, yeah.
1: Um, you know, that's a lot of points. And just a lot to meet, and, and, and again, like all these games, LSU could blow them out, could beat them forty-two to seven, but I, I'd be surprised.
0: Well, uh, you know, I, Hunter, I'll go ahead and let you say who you're going to go with.
2: I'm going Mississippi State. Also, that one, but and I didn't really have a tough time with it.
0: Yeah, Um it, part of me think I, I've ridden LSU all off season. I just don't see how you lose that much both sides of the football you're talking about any sort of impactful player last year if you replace you know 80% of of the the experience and talent or whatever at you know if you find adequate replacements at 80% of those positions that 20% that you don't find guys who live up to that standard can make you go from being a, a record setting type of team to just a, a good team and a good team in my opinion can get beat by Mississippi now granted it's it's Mike Leach's first game is KJ Costello you know new environment Tyrell Shavers is going to be a, a starting For Mississippi State, Uh, Scott Lashley is the backup right tackle, but a couple of former Alabama players there playing for Mississippi State. But I'm going to, you know, take the 16-and-a-half points. I wish it was, you know, 17 or more because I could see LSU potentially, you know, winning by 17. I could also see Mississippi State making this a really close game.
1: If it were down at 14, 14 14-and-a-half, I might take LSU. But I'm going to take State. I, I realize,
2: like, yeah, it's been, you know, eight months, and a lot has happened since LSU won the national championship. But, I mean, is it even possible that this could be a letdown scenario for them? Like, you know, Saban always talks about how the toughest part is, like, it's not getting to the top, it's staying there. And, how you know, how, com- com- or how confident am I that Ed Orgeron has convinced that 20, or, you know, that, that 80% that they, you know, that, that, that are new guys, saying, like, you didn't get, you didn't do what we did last year. You weren't responsible for that. Like, you know, you have to earn your, make your own trail. I don't I'm, know that, I don't, I don't trust that Oregon to do that.
1: I'm, I'm gonna have one caveat here. I was terrible picking Washington State yeah. <laughs> while well, Leach, while well, Leach was there. I could never, I could never figure out what Leach's teams. You know, you'd think, man, they played great. They beat USC or however it went. And they'd go lose to Oregon state the next week, you know, and, and so he's, he's a wild card as wild card can get. So,
0: yeah, I just, I don't know. Um, And the thing about it, when you got Tyler Shelvin and Jamar chase, you got some of these guys that are choosing to opt out a, that hurts you as far as your, your outlook for, for this season, but also it, it, and I could be reading too much into it. It might be just personal decisions. I'm not going to sit here and and try to, say definitively what was in the minds of, you know, what went into these decisions for these guys. But I think that if you got Joe Burrow and a lot of these other guys coming back, I, I don't think that you see those opt outs. So I think that they're looking at the, they're writing on the wall and they think it's probably going to be a little bit different than it was last year. And, you know, they, you know, kind of go out on a high note, prepare for the NFL draft, and, and go get drafted. And Tyler, I don't, I'd heard rumors that Tyler Sheldon might opt back in. I don't know if that's happened. If it has, then I missed that news, but uh, yeah, Mississippi state for me, um, and i just it, it's kind of wild considering where these two teams were last year that we're picking Mississippi State to to cover but that's a lot of points even having to go on the road so all right the final two games we're going to be picking the auburn game and then the alabama game so first up number 23 kentucky top 25 team for the wildcats mostly because of covid related stuff and teams not playing but beside the point number 23 kentucky going on the road to take on number 8 auburn Auburn's a seven point favorite. How you guys feel about it?
2: I'm I'm ready to get hurt again. I'm taking Kentucky.
1: No, um, I'm taking I'm, I'm taking Auburn. So I, I think that Auburn probably wins the game. But Oh, yeah. That's like last like their opener last year. Yeah, like but that. I think like I that, think the Kentucky Like Kentucky that, Kentucky that Oregon covers. game. Play 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 mediocre the whole day and hit a play at the end and win the game.
2: Yeah. I, I do think, I'm taking Kentucky on the line though. But I'm
1: taking taking Auburn. Uh, Line's too low, I think. You think so? See, I've
0: gone back and forth with this, too. I I think that the same way that Tennessee –
1: If if Auburn was even eight, I might look more closely at it. Interesting. May get a push out of seven. So I'm I'm taking – and I think Auburn's going to win. So I want to say they'll win by a touchdown.
0: I still think Auburn's got a lot of talent on the defensive line and, and their linebackers are obviously, you know, they're, they're in really good shape there, but with Kentucky's offensive line, kind of the same way with Tennessee being able to go to Columbia um, and, and, and take on South Carolina with that offensive line, being able to kind of establish their game plan. Bo Nix is working in a new offensive system. He hadn't had the typical offseason. Chad Morris is trying to break in stuff four out of five off new offensive linemen. Uh, I just to me, I'm going Kentucky Uh, and and granted, I understand typically last year when I would go uh, in my head, I would find some justifiable reason to pick against Auburn. I was always wrong. And that's very well could be the case here. But uh, I just think that a lot of signs point to to Kentucky being able to keep this thing close. And I wouldn't even be surprised if uh, if Kentucky ended up winning the game outright, which is interesting because you kind of think about it the exact opposite way. Uh, I don't think that I mentioned this, but Brett picked LSU. We all went Mississippi state. He went with LSU in the last one, uh, picking against the, his former beat. Um, and then he also is going to Auburn, but he says that he feels, feels like it's a really good number. A uh, push would not surprise him at all. I do think yeah. seven, you know, if it was, I would probably be taking Kentucky anyways, but I do think seven is a pretty good number for this matchup. If Auburn ends up winning by seven, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, so, all right, so we got it split there. Hunter and I are going Kentucky. Cecil and, and Brett are going Auburn. So if you're trying to, to, to let us determine what you're doing, I uh, probably need to go which, with Cecil.
2: You're sp- an idiot if you're doing that.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so final game. This is the fun one, and it's a lot of points. Number two, Alabama going on the road, giving up 27 points, taking on Missouri. Uh, you know, what do you guys think about it?
2: I've got Alabama. Uh, this is about as excited as I've been about a football about an Alabama football team. I don't know if it's COVID-related. I don't know if – like we've had like – nothing good has happened in so long. And, like, I don't know if it's, like, the fact that fall camp seems to have gone so well with, like, lack of injuries. Um, you know, Missouri's going to be missing some guys, too. I, I just think we're going to go up there and beat the crap out of them.
1: I'm, go, I'm, go ahead, Yeah. Go ahead.
0: I'm the same way. Uh, I feel very confident in Alabama's ability to to go on the road, whether it be from a, a coaching standpoint, as far as the experience. Alabama returns both coordinators for the first time in forever experience with returners. Missouri's having to replace a lot, um, or just the overall talent. I think Alabama's in a good good space, and then you got. Missouri with the the issues uh, with players potentially being out, or they're def some of them are definitely going to be out. It's just a matter of how many. I wish we knew the specifics on which players th- those were. I feel like that'd make this easier, but you know that's information that we're not going to be it's not going to be readily available to us uh, this entire season. So we might as well get used to that. But I went Missouri minus the twenty seven, and, and Brett did too. Brett fit, felt very comfortable. He said that it would it would take this line being thirty one or over for him to start leaning maybe towards Missouri. So he's very confident in 27.
1: Um, I will say this. the the No idea what the COVID situation really is at Missouri. Um, but, you know, they're they're going to play. Uh, you know, I, I don't think Greg Sankey is forcing them to play with 32 players um, on their roster, but they're down. They're going to be a little bit down. Um, they, they were a little bit down numbers-wise anyway. Um, so if they're at, at Drinkwits on Tuesday said 69 guys and don't know what positions or if those are really good players, you know, really starters, experienced guys, or if they're freshmen or what it is. Uh, so that may totally be the Ultimate, the second factor in this game, first game, first factor is Alabama's better. Second factor is don't know what you're really getting from Missouri. Uh, With that said, um, I would like Alabama if it were 25 or so, 24, 25. Um, But at 27, um, I'm taking the home dog, giving Missouri at plus 27.
2: Okay. Cecil,
1: Cecil picked Auburn and picked against Alabama.
2: Just want, just want people to see that.
0: It's <laughs> first game of the season.
2: Uh, he's going, going back to his old ways, <laughs>
0: his old
2: Barnard ways.
0: Well, I, you know what? I'm gonna refrain from saying anything about that until we come in next week. He and was if he got,
2: right.
0: yeah, if he was right on both of them,
1: I can't. You literally can't say anything at that I just, point. I just
2: won't, I just won't say anything. I just won't say anything if he's right. He's
1: I mean, you know, Alabama could score sixty points. I mean, they could if. if If Missouri's got key defensive guys out, um, the two things, I'm not 100% sure that Nick's looking to score 60 points. I mean, sometimes you can't help but score it, depending on the opposition. Um, But I think you'll see three quarterbacks play if it's that kind of game. um, You'll see three quarterbacks. um, You'll you'll see a lot of guys get playing time, um, as many as, as they can get in there um so uh, again these these home underdogs uh, yeah they're, they're just and and I understand and I understand what's happened to the first what I consider the preseason weeks before the SEC played um you've gotten some lopsided scores but you know you're 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 giving me you know 20 Seven ish at Arkansas. You're giving me 27 at Missouri. Um, you know, it's just hard to it's just hard to turn down those numbers. You're you're giving me Ole Miss and and you know 12 and a half um, at home. It's just hard to to turn down those points and and they may all get blown out at home. You know they would. A lot of people have SEC blowout. The good teams, and they're going to blow out the bad teams every time they play them. And maybe that's what'll happen this weekend.
0: That's fair. All right. Well, we got everything locked in. We got some nice uh, variety as far as you know. Nobody ended up picking you know all the same games. We were all different on at least a couple of them. I just got to go get that old Miss Florida game from Brett uh but outside of that i think we're locked in i'm hoping to to come in here next week and tell you guys that i went 10 and 0 it's a lot more likely i'll come in here and say that i went 0 and 10 but you know if that happens i'll just probably try to avoid doing the pick'em podcast next week altogether (laughs) (laughs) but uh thank you guys both you know for being able to take some time out of your day and hopping on here with me it's fun i'm glad we're doing this and hopefully uh hopefully we'll all have some pretty good records
2: all right guys enjoyed it yep absolutely
0: by Wickles. Absolutely. This has been the Bama Beat Podcast brought to you
2: by Wickles Pickles.